The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. 12. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like their map? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Monday, boys and girls. What is up? Welcome in to another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapin, Matt Peralt. We are live on YouTube, live on Twitter, and yes, even live on Instagram. Day two of trying this little experiment. We'll see how it goes today. It crashed halfway into the show on Friday, so no clue if it's going to keep on going with this. Replayed on Sirius XM Channel 159 and on Sports Grid Television. He's up. He's not all that healthy, but he is here. How are you, sir? How are you feeling on this Monday? On the men. I'm good. Uh, the voice is hopefully going to cooperate the whole show. It comes and goes. It gets high. It gets low. Sometimes I go and nothing comes out. So <laughs> we'll see how that works. Uh, finally feel a little bit better, which is good. Ate something yesterday for the first time in three days. That was good. So we're good. I mean, I got sick watching the Steeler game on Saturday. That was enough. <laughs> and then I said, oh, my brother, brother Doug, sends me a text. It's officially the start of hockey season. That's what we always used to say. So when the steel, I remember when it's there was a lot of years the Steelers were bad. They were right. great in the 70s and the 80s. Things got rough. So we used to say when the Penguins finally got good, oh, it's finally, it's it's the start of hockey season when the Steelers season ended. Basically, the Steelers season ended yesterday or Saturday. So I said, Oh, we'll watch the Penguin game. It was four nothing. In the first period, Toronto. Mm. Thanks for coming. So, other than that, we're good. We got we got Philly tonight. We got this guy, Sean. He's still looking for that guy here. We'll ask him <laughs> about that. So what what else he knows about these Eagles? No more Fugazi. Get no more Fugazi. <laughs> He got taken while he was here. That Boy, was did best, he ever. That was my best lunch one of my best lunch stories in a long time. A long we'll get, time. We'll, we'll get to that. Day. We'll get to that. And then the full weekend of football to break down. A lot of NFL to get into. A lot of yeah. betting markets to get into. Just really quickly before we bring on Sean, you're wearing the hat. I just I want am. to say uh, thoughts and condolences to Eric Montrose's family. The player that was drafted by the Boston Celtics and a guy who I ended up knowing and, and doing some stuff with mm. when I was in Virginia, when he was heavily involved with North Carolina, he was obviously a Tar Heel standout. He was diagnosed with cancer in March. And unfortunately he passed away over the weekend at the age of 52. That is a really tough loss for someone who really was so into college basketball and really into Tar Heel basketball. I mean, he really was North Carolina basketball. So just want to say a quick thought at the top. Yeah. I remember him as a player, same age. We're the same age. I'm 53 now, but one of those guys that you just remember the battles that he had with Duke, and I, I admired him. I had no idea you did stuff with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 hard to believe when when you get these notes or messages pop up and stuff, and you see them, and they're the same age. They really hit home. Like this right. one I saw this morning. I'm like. Wow, I gotta get the uh I gotta get the North Carolina hat out. 
because, uh, you know, hat tip to his family and, and everybody that remembered him as a player. He was a hell of a player. He was. He was. He was a big dude, a problem. First round pick of the Celtics. And I, I mean, I didn't get to know him until after his playing days, but like a guy that, you know, <laughs> you look at, you know, Tar Heel lore, and he's one of those guys you just all bring up and talk about seeing because you remember the battles you remember, but also what he did afterwards, being in the broadcast booth and doing right. things with the ACC. And you know, he just, he was a Tar Heel. Like he was absolutely through and through for North Carolina. And so I know a lot of people in the North Carolina region, Duke, Duke, North Carolina fans, ACC fans today are hurting for this one. So it was, I didn't know he was sick. So uh, when I, when I saw he's it, he's an like, Indiana oh. high school legend too. He was. He went, went to school in Indiana. So yeah. a lot of people he was know him so. from there. Uh, all right. So before we get to Sean, we have it tonight. We you got the Eagles jersey. I have the Eagles hat yeah, on. Will Jalen Hurts play in this game coming up tonight? Should he play in this game tonight? It's not um, needed. What do you mean it's not needed? This they can lose this game. This uh, the Cowboys losing yesterday made this game relatively meaningless for the Eagles. Now, maybe for the one seed, you want to talk about that, but it's, you know. Right. We're still talking about that. No? Yeah, but I mean, I think it's more important to win the division and and, and get the home field. And, you know, I, I, I think you're going to be on the road against the Niners. It just kind of feels that way that Eagles are going to San Francisco. But we'll see how it plays out. I don't know. I wouldn't play him here tonight. If he's as sick as they say, I wouldn't play him. Well, I could tell you this. Like, I mean, if he's as sick, remotely sick as like I am or – People I know are like, don't play. But if he can play, play, try to win this game and get that cushion. I don't know. I, I, I would still be chasing the one. I don't know. Hopefully, Sean has talked to somebody. Maybe he knows if. Uh, line ticked up, though. It was three last night. It's three and a half. I know. Always, that's what I mean. The line I, tells the story. He's so going to play, right? Like, the line tells the story. He traveled yeah. with the team. He quarantined himself from the rest of the team as he traveled to Seattle. So he is in Seattle. He can play. He, he might be the definition of a game time decision, right? When it comes to this. But, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. Let's bring on our guy, Sean Brace, who is oh, in Philadelphia from the gambler in Philly, joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Not our first time meeting, but maybe our first time on, I know I've been on your show. I don't think you've been on our show, Sean. How are you? Welcome in. Thanks for doing this. Gentlemen. Thank you for the invite. Number one. I am also coming off a little bit of a, a sickness last week Ooh. into this weekend. Yeah. I have my own flu game. I, uh, I do stuff for the Philadelphia wings, our indoor lacrosse league. And, on Saturday before I was walking and I'm like, should I just go home? <laughs> Do the wings play in the same league as the Vegas dirt, uh, desert, desert dogs? I believe. Yes. I believe. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Out there in Vegas this is my third year with the team indoor in arena announcing and ap- acting like an absolute fool. Um, so I know, you know I went to I, my first game this weekend. I took my daughter. She absolutely loves it. She wants, she, she can't wait to go. She wants like, we got to go back. We got to go back. I'm like, really? Of all the things I've taken her to, you know, Patriot games, basketball games. This was the first thing she looked at me. She's like, I want to go back. It's a hundred shots off a, a team. It's, it's nonstop. <laughs> it's indoors. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the music is continuous. It's, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. And yeah, I was fighting it this weekend. Feel much better today and ready to go. So it's going around. It got yeah. you down there in Vegas, Dave. I'm sorry. To oh hear that. yeah. It got me. It, it, you look it, great I, though. in the Eagles green. I just, I'm <laughs> trying my best. I dressed up for you. I wore it. Um, 
is this guy playing tonight? What do you yes. think? Yeah, he's playing. He flew out there. Again, I'm not Adam Schefter here. And Schefter right. kind of went both ways this morning where he was saying something along the lines. I'm like, I think he's going to play, but I don't know if he's going to play, whatever that means. He flew out there separately. I think that, you know, no matter what, he was making the trip. But um, something tells me, and again, COVID's a real deal. It's going around. I know we all take it serious as we should. So if he has it, then I don't think he's going to play. But if it's not COVID, then I think he's going to force his way through it. And to be honest with you guys, it, it, enough is enough. Like Seattle's not a good defense to stop the run. This team can run the football. They just have to stay with it. Mm -hmm. You know, this, this Eagles team is nine. No, I know a lot has to do with Jalen Hurts running the football too as well. But the Andre Swift, Gainwell, Boston Scott, the offensive line, like enough is this is the point of the season where it's it's either you got to put up or shut up. Are you a team that we need to be discussing at 10 and three and the one seed and win in the division, or are you just complete fraudulent? And I, I refuse to believe that this team is filled with frauds. They got great players, AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard, Devonta, the jail, uh, uh, you know, Jalen hurts at the QB position. This team is good enough to go out there in Seattle, hand the ball off, make that your game plan and run the rock down their throats. It's just whether or not the offense coordinator and Nick Sirianni together will mm. stick with it. That's the question. If Jalen hurts is sick, then I think we have our answer there. Sean, why is it that it feels even though the Eagles have won a championship recently, even though the Eagles have played for a championship recently, that there is still so much to prove to Eagle fans with the quarterback and the head coach combo. What, why? I mean, I'm a Patriot fan, so I get the puritism. We are always looking for the dark side of everything and never thinking our team's any good. But it feels like this year it's gotten really loud in Philadelphia that people are calling out both the head coach and the quarterback for whether or not they're the guy expectations changed everything, right? You know, last year, everybody was so happy. And then somebody put something on the timeline from that 2017 season where the Eagles went on the road, beat Dallas and like everybody was going absolutely berserk. And, you know, the world was just, the, the, the lights were shining bright. The sky was so blue. And then this one time they go down to Dallas and it was just like, it was stop everything, you know, cancel the season. It's just the expectations were different this year. You know, you go to a Super Bowl, you had that big lead in the first half, you blew it. You, you know, you got to believe that you're one of the better teams. I, I did. Um, but the 49ers gave the Eagles a dose of reality. That defense is no joke. And they're only going to get better, continue to add new wrinkles, of course, with Chase Young, who they added a couple weeks ago. But uh, ultimately, I, I still think that this team is, is up there on that level, whether it's the Cowboys, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Ravens. I still think that they can beat any one of those teams. If they have to go to San Francisco and play the 49ers, like you pointed out, Matt, that's going to be a tough, tough ask. But anybody else, <laughs> as long as the Eagles win tonight, because like, I think they go up there and they hammer the Seahawks. I really do believe that this is their spot. Keep things simple. The defense is going to start buzzing because of the changes. Now you got everybody's attention. I think the Eagles go out there and handle business this season with or without Jalen Hurts, but I do expect them to play. When your team plays on Monday night, you get to watch football differently on Sunday. But yesterday, everybody was watching Dallas and Buffalo, and everybody saw Buffalo do exactly what you said the Eagles need to do tonight. Hand the ball off, run the ball, Mm. keep it going until, I mean, they don't stop you. Just keep doing it. That's what they did. Would you take away from the Dallas game other than that? Like, is it the Eagles got to win a division now? 
It's 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 a wrap, is it not? You know what the funny thing is, Dave. I took and I know your your phrase is nobody knows. Ask yeah. I don't know if you, you can swear. You can swear uh, anything you, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, whatever you so, want. You know what? That was a that was a spot, right? When it comes yeah. to it, and yeah. and and the Eagles against the Niners, that was a spot. Eagles against the Cowboys. It really hurt me to say it. I was on the Niners when the Eagles went down to Dallas. I my bias showed, and I'm like, they're winning this game, rah rah. And that was the wrong angle. It was a spot for the Cowboys, and they lumped them. The Bills, that was a spot for them. I think the Cowboys are the real deal. Dak is is definitely one of the better quarterbacks in the game, and he showed it to us a couple of years ago when I was a Dak naysayer, and he was a top five QB. The dude's a beast. Ceedee Lamb is no joke. We can go down the list of all those players. Um, Buffalo had a hell of a game plan, and I, you know, I, I like I'm one of these guys that likes to to check out what everybody else is diving in the game film. I got too much time, I'm too much things on my hand uh, on my plate to be watching all 22. Um, so I'll rely on Orlovsky and those guys, right. and and he had a nice breakdown of what they did about Micah Parsons and allow him to look, roam free and focus on the weak side linebacker. And look, Cook, he was, yeah, he was oh. cooking. He was nasty yesterday. So uh, I think there is a little bit of a blueprint, something again, like the Eagles can run the football. DeAndre Swift is a, is as a talent, yeah. you know, he's one of the better running backs that this team has had since Shady McCoy, give him the rock, allow him like give him the football 15 times running, try and get him five receptions and see what he does. Putting the ball in his hands 20 times. Why not? What do you have to lose? Instead, they just are in, inconsistent and they want to force it down the field. And, and I get it. You got guys like AJ Brown and Devonta, but something wasn't happening there in the last couple of weeks. And I think it had something to do more with Dallas Goddard not being in there and they, in the middle of the field, you know, not having to worry too much. And, you know, there were plays for AJ Brown and Devonta to make, and they were unfortunately unable to make those in some of those big games. But now you got everybody healthy, We'll find out if Jalen Hurts is able to throw the football, but man, allow the running backs to eat, please. I'm going to put this in, in, in my hat to, to play the right part of this because oh boy, Matt Patricia is now calling plays for your defense with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh-oh. Eagles went through a gauntlet, and I mean a gauntlet of the toughest, best teams in the NFL. And afterwards against the Cowboys, the defense looked tired. I don't know how much of it was play calling, coaching, or just going through the four games that they had to go through. But does Patricia make that big of a difference in your opinion that there's a new guy calling the place? You nailed it, Matt, right? You, you got to ask yourself about personnel. Is that good enough? Um, I think it was a necessary reaction, right? People are saying like, was this a panic move? You're 10 and three. Look, I know we all want to believe that we're, um, you know, experts, we watch 80 snaps every Sunday and we know everything, right? But <laughs> yeah. there are team meetings, meetings with players, practice film, so many things that go into that type of decision. So I think, look, this team on defense has not been good all season, right? The the the, the commanders, Sam Howell carved them up in two spots. Uh, you mentioned all those teams they went up against. I know that they won a lot of those games, but still it wasn't impressive on the defensive side of the ball. And all I'll say is last year they were, incredible on defense and they lost Hargrave um, TJ Edwards at the linebacker position. So they lost some decent pieces. I will say that, but you replace Hargrave with Jalen Carter, who I believe is like top dog as far as facing double teams. So if he's getting double team, how are you not freeing somebody up? How is the scheme not working for you to get after the quarterback? 
I don't know if it was too complex with Sean Desai. They've definitely had some injuries in the back end in the secondary, replacing some different players. That could be something. I'm okay with it, Matt. I'm excited. I want to see what Patricia has. Maybe he keeps it simple. That's words I subscribe to that kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Maybe he does it tonight, right? And and just scheme it and allow your your, your defensive line and defensive ends to get after the quarterback blitz a little bit more because uh, this team cannot play defense as far as, especially in the secondary. They're good against the run, but passing, man, they've been getting picked apart and not even by the best quarterbacks. As I said, Sam Howell threw over 400 yards, I think in two games this year against them. So I'm happy no Geno. Drew Lock, come on down. If it's the case, it's still not ruled out just yet, but I, I, I think it's going to be Drew Lock. Um, I still think DK Metcalf's going to get his yards. <laughs> I still think the Seahawks players are going to get their yards, but I do think the Eagles come away with that dub tonight, and I'm excited to see what Patricia does. Giants, Cardinals, Giants. Yeah. Does that not sound like three wins to you? I mean, Better it don't matter where they play the Giants. They're playing the Cardinals at home. Come on. Like Better it's be. uh, Tommy Cutlets isn't beat the Eagles once, let alone twice, is he? Couldn't beat the Saints yesterday. Like I told you, Tommy Cutlets. I told you that was the <laughs> that train was going to end against the Saints. Thank goodness. Yeah, with that with that green suit on the sideline Oof. too. Tell you what, he's getting. Yeah, I, I hope he gets look, bigger they looked a little sad yesterday. They didn't look like the cutlets were good yesterday. <laughs> no, the cutlets were sour yesterday. You're right about that. No, it's it's going to be three wins, and it, you know, Matt, you brought up the the one seed, and that's the thing. I'm. That comes down to Christmas night, right? For the Niners and the Ravens, five and a half Niners favorite at home. Like that's the one seed right there. If the Ravens are able to knock off um, the 49ers, that's their one loss. And I think they close up shop with the Rams. I think the Rams are, ew, watch out. I don't know what they're going to be able to do if they mm. make the playoffs. Mm. But uh, what I would say is, uh, you know, the, the Eagles, Absolutely. If they win tonight, I have no doubt in my mind that they're going to close up shop three and zero against those teams. If they lose tonight, then anything's possible. This team is definitely going in the wrong direction. And I just don't know what I've been watching all season long. <laughs> Let me ask you a Sixers question because they're killing people right now. I mean, it's remarkable. They're not just winning. They're covering double digit lines left and right. They have another is back. They have another double digit line here tonight. Mm-hmm. Look, the Bulls are bad. They should. But what has been the difference here recently for the Sixers team? Because they have looked the part at the moment as one of the top teams in the East. Definitely Nick Nurse is one, right? You got to put that in there uh, as the top reason, you know, and Doc Rivers wasn't that good of a coach. And I don't have to tell you, you know, that better than most. You know, I think he was a he was a nest, at that point in time when he was hired, we were all excited, you know, to bring something to this this franchise that little bit stability factor that was more important than anything at that point in time. So he had everything going on in the front office and all that nonsense. So Doc was the right guy at the right time. He just never lived up to the billing um, where Nick Nurse is is. Man, I'll tell you what, he's very bright, draws up some great plays, hungry. He's been all over the map. God's creation. He's coached all over the place, earned every bit of, of, of where he's at right now. Of course, we know what he did with Toronto. He's number one. Joel Embiid has taken a step in the right direction. I know it's a regular season. We can only go off of what we've seen this year. He's playing better than he did last year and the years before. So that's number two. And number three, the depth of this team. I was listening to Pat Bev's uh, podcast, Pat Bev, a guy that, I've always wanted on my team. Never thought it would happen, but even at the age he's at right now, dude's dude's a leader in that locker room. Yeah. He's cracking beers after the game. It's great. I never you don't see that. If he fires up a burner, Dave. Oh, 
<laughs> well, make sure you don't get them the stuff because let me know we get them the wrong stuff. We can't have that. I, I mean, we, you know, I know I had to say your credibility showing on that topic I mean, is, 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 is got, thin. Please, we got to have Russ do it. Ask wow. where's Russ? Let's what's get Russ? What's redder, the, the 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 juice bottle or my face right now? <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, I would just say I'll finish up on this. The depth of this team. The bench, Morris, Petbev, Ubre, all coming off this, this the bench as a second unit and and plus some like this is this is the deepest Sixers team I've seen in quite some time. That's definitely playing into it. Although they've just been blowing teams out. Joel Embiid, I don't think, has played in 10 fourth quarters. Hopefully that doesn't hurt them at the end of the year. Yeah, they're just smashing teams. Uh, because you know, he's not even playing in these fourth quarters. His minutes aren't there, but you know, he's still putting up a lot of numbers. Uh, it's fun. And the Clippers are doing the same thing on the West Coast, right? But yeah. what's going to happen come April? That's the question. Right. That's uh, It's fun to see the Sixers back. It's got to be even more fun to see that, dare I say, the Flyers are back. We got a lot of hockey guys that watch the show and listen to the show. And we talk about hockey and bet hockey every day. The Flyers are 7-1-2 and two in their last 10. 17-10-3 in second in the Metropolitan Division. You know what you get for that? You get the horn. <laughs> Give me the horn, baby. Give me the horn! Give me the horn! <laughs> um, Jonesy! Keith Jones! He's Eddie Brie is leaving. It's fun, isn't it? When the hockey team's good, it's fun, Absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't know anymore because the Penguins are no good. This came out of nowhere. I, I did not see this. Uh, but, and I'll tell you what, I went to one game and they got smoked by the Hurricanes. Now we know the Canes are a good right. squad, but they did not belong on the ice that night with them. So, but they've definitely, pre- look, I, the expectations are so low. I just want to be entertained, right? Right. When I go to a game, that's it. And this mm. team is doing that and then some. So, yeah, the orange and the black, they're buzzing right now. That barn is bumping, guys. Uh, so, uh, Exciting right now with the fly guys. Uh, last one for me, Sean. What are Philly fans? What's the reaction to Otani going to the to going to the Dodgers? And then what happens if they continue to add more and more? They went and got Glass. Now there's other big arms they may be adding for next season. How are Philly fans handling what's being built in Los Angeles? Yeah. More of the same, right? For the Dodgers, I don't think anybody's really too fearful just yet. And and whether that's the right way of looking at it or not, I I I'm one of these guys going, man. You continue to add bats like that, I don't care who's pitching, but <laughs> their starting pitching is still, you know, look like you said with that trade, that's going to help there. Otani's not pitching though, so that's right. you know that's one thing. But if they get, forgive me, is it Morimoto? Is that his name? Yomoto. Uh, Yomo, yes. thank you. Yeah. Yomo, yes, yes. If they get him, I believe is a chef, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he may wind up. Right. It sounds like he's going to go to the Yankees because he called a meeting over the weekend. Yeah. They requested one, so it sounds like Yomoto is going to be a Yankee, which is really not fun for me. But keep him out of the National League for you guys, so that's better for the Phillies. Yeah, Shohei is is incredible, and and I don't think anybody's really cared too much. It's 162, long way to go, but it's it's going to smack you upside the head when that season starts, and he's in that lineup with every Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, just go down the list. Uh, it doesn't stop. I just want to say, though, it's not fair, right? Like, come on, if you're going to sign a guy to a $700 million contract, shouldn't you have to pay him like three quarters of that contract at the very least? Right. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> would that even stop them? Because they're still going to be above the luxury tax. I don't yeah. know. I just... 
that, that, that left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, oh, man, if you're going to sign someone that much money, spend the money then. Well, I'm defer $680 million to 10 years from now. I don't know. Got to find a player who'll do it, though. That's the problem. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. All right, All let's right. talk about this weed story real quick. Um, <laughs> well, you, you can tell it if you want. We're going to tell the weed story? Oh, I, wow. I, I, I'll be glad to let you do it. The, the, I was going to ask you this on the way out. The, the crowd, the, 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 the chat, everybody loves your shirt. Oh. Uh, they're big Thank fans. You. Yeah, I didn't know you were a NASCAR guy. Big three. I mean, 95? I had no idea. 95, you, you that's your, that's what, 1995 serious? Winston Cup Dale Earnhardt Championship. Look at I, that. Uh, my old man, my dad, rest in peace, he was a diehard Dale Earnhardt uh, fan. Wow. And so, yeah, I, I watched that NASCAR race, uh, Daytona, right, when he passed away. I was watching that with the old man. Um, you know, look, I, I, I'm a much... I am not an F1 guy. I'm I'm a NASCAR guy, right? Now, I haven't been a NASCAR guy in the last two to three years. I won't lie about that, but I love it. You know, I try to get to Pocono when I can. Um, I would imagine that F1 race was insane, although the months leading up eh, to it probably. Eh, it, can, it can go. It can go and stay gone for all I can. Nine more years, boys. Huh? I, was Nine the, more. I was on the air in Alabama the morning after Dale passed. Wow. And it was, it was crazy. I, I it, it's one of the wow. more memorable. I, I had a guy who was on, who was there covering it, who was literally in the back end when they took him in, into the ambulance and, and they took mm. him to the hospital. And like that changed everything. Hans device became a thing. And yep. I mean, that was, I, I haven't covered many deaths in my career. And that that's one that was like, what happened? How did this go down? It was scary stuff. So yeah, that was yeah. a seminal moment in a lot of people's lives that they knew exactly where they were. When when Dale passed, yeah, watched wow. it with the old man, Junior, and it carried on. The Junior was a big Junior guy, and you know, I've been watching a lot lately. All right, like I said, over the few years, and then kind of went a little distant with everything. China was wagering. We had a couple of winners in like two, three years ago. Yeah, we had a we had a NASCAR expert. This guy was picking them and hitting sixty-five nice. to one long shots. I'm like, what oh, those going? are great. Yeah, so that that got my attention a little bit more, but uh, <laughs> not so much lately. But yeah, I man, I appreciate it. Little. Little love to the to the big guy, of course, Taylor. Is your trip to the Super Bowl contingent on the Eagles making it? No, hell no. No, no. Oh, I, I'm I'll say 95. 95% were there. Coming uh, same, good. Same bat time, same bat channel. It's so right. good. Are you gonna are you gonna end up at the same place getting this other stuff? Or, or we're or, gonna or educate him better on <laughs> CBD versus <laughs> real. What, 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 <laughs> we're gonna so walk him around. <laughs> there was a guy. There was a guy by the name of Jake. He's he's one of those influencers. He runs around Vegas, yeah. you know, you know, and he did a video on that shop. How no way. Yes, he did. Yeah, it was on Fremont Street. He was paid. He was paid on Fremont Street to, to <laughs> throw the lore in and to reel in everybody. No, no, oh. opposite, opposite way. He was pointing it out and and exactly for people like me oh. who come into town that are like, oh, yo, let's go buy it. It's got to be real. So wait, so you watched this before uh, okay. you came or after? No, you came? no, no. He just did it. Put it out about a week ago. Oh, okay. yes. I'll send it to it's you guys. Easily All the right. it's there's three huge scams in Vegas, but the. CBD shop is right there near the top of the biggest. Well, tell scams. me the other two if I'm coming out in February. I need this. Well, you right can't this Don't ever talk to a woman dressed scantily who wants a picture. Okay. Don't Never. ever talk to the woman. Shake she down. walks up to you Shake down. and says, Can I take your picture? Hey. It's free. It's not going to be free. No. Okay. <laughs> Just and then some FYI. guy comes over and says, yeah. Make and, sure you and, tip her. 
And the third one, I'll tell you off the air because it's not really compliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Third one, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not really arable for. Oh, I can't um, wait to hear that one. Yes, yeah, so I'll tell you. I'll tell you that one later on. But those are definite scams. Sean, great stuff, man. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. We'll catch up soon. If Thanks, not, brother. See you next month here or two months here in Vegas. Anytime, boys. Go, go birds. birds. Good luck. Go birds. That one being Mr. Sean Brace from the Gambler in Philadelphia joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Always good to get him on the show. How about and- we get a pro on the other end too, like with the microphone and the sound like oh, that. Oh, it sounded was- phenomenal. It's better than us. I was like, I was so I was, I was jealous. So was massive I. Micro- ma- massive microphone envy. I, I, I was I was too. <laughs> Can we address something real quick? I usually don't get like that, but that was good. Because because my Instagram, Twitter slash everything feed is going crazy with Colt fans who just can't lose. They're just good. They're just losing their minds. Can we, can we just address what happened this morning before we're on the air? Let me get the glasses. Can, 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 can we can we just just address this? So Casey's been suspended for the rest of the year for this hit. This is an awesome skill, awesome still shot, mm. because this is my whole entire point. Dave, where's the football right now in this picture? Uh, looks like it's in his, is it in his hands? It's in his hands, but where's the shoulder for Casey? Seems like the shoulder is being led with and the ball is literally split second from being contacted by Casey. Yeah. This is, this is a player in a defenseless position. This is a wide receiver who's been thrown into this position. <clears throat> yeah. What exactly is Casey supposed to do here? Is he supposed to let him catch the football? Because well, that is the prevailing opinion that Demonte Casey of the Steelers should have allowed that catch to happen because he did not have to take that shot. And that this is the type of play that has to be eliminated from football. Instead of going to the root cause, the root cause is the quarterback never should have made that throw to begin with. This has been talked Mm. about by a lot of old timers, namely Tom Brady is the one that's been talking about this the most, right? That we aren't teaching quarterbacks how to avoid hurting our wide receivers Mm. because, because defensive players have to be able to play defense. It's amazing that the NFL is so nervous about the lawsuits, so nervous about what could happen to a player in 30 years, which I am all for keeping are the, the players who leave the NFL taking care of them, making sure they have all the medical care that they can have. They helped build a billion dollar franchise. They make a lot of money. Sure. But CTE is a real thing. Yeah. But you get CTE from a lot of things. Get CTE from hockey. Get CTE from boxing, get CTE from MMA, kickboxing, taekwondo, all sorts of things. Take blows to the head, repeated blows to the head. You can get brain damage. Right. It kind of goes without saying. But people want to take violence out of a violent sport. And you can tell me, wait, Casey has a history and this is why he's had fines. That's why they kicked him out of the game. You want to throw a flag for unnecessary roughness? Fine. Okay. What they kicked him out of the game, right? Guys who play defense are now being ejected from the game. I don't know what he's supposed to do there other than let Pittman catch the football. You don't take the hit. Okay. So you're telling me I'm supposed to let him catch the football. If that's the case, why are we playing defense? 
Let's just play two hand touch. Right. Catch the ball up. You're down. Like, cause in tackle football, if the ball is there and the player is diving, I have a right to the ball and I have a right to hit the guy to dislodge the football, to stop the completion. That is my job as a defensive player. Yeah. And we're taking the ability to play defense. Ed Reed, uh, uh, Rodney Harrison. I mean, take your pick of safety defensive back who are in the hall of fame. Ronnie Lott wouldn't be allowed. Ronnie to Lott. Today. Yeah. I mean, these are guys who made this play every single Sunday when a quarterback was dumb enough to throw the ball into that spot. Somebody said that was a perfect throw. It's a perfect throw from Minshew. It's a perfect throw that got his wide receiver almost seriously hurt. It's called a hospital ball for a reason. Mm. I, I, I just, I don't understand. If you're a Colt fan, I don't care about your team. Okay. Straight up. I don't care about your team. I don't really care about the Steelers either. That's Dave's team. Right. This is a bigger conversation. This is a conversation about people who say they like football, who don't actually like football. People who like, who say they like violence, say they like contact. If you don't watch football for the violence, why are you watching? Ask your, like, take yourself to that cold, dark place in your mind. Why do you watch it? Because flag football is out there. You can watch nonviolent football. Mm. You can watch sports that do not have violence. You can watch hockey that doesn't allow checking. You can watch, you know, you probably don't watch boxing. If you do, uh-oh, MMA, uh-oh. Like, why is the UFC worth $5 billion? Like, to, the idea that human beings don't like violence is so crazy to me. Like, you like violence. And it's okay to say you like violence. And that somehow gets you into like a, a weird feeling in your tummy. Like you, you start to feel bad. Like, oh no, I, I, I might like actual violence. It's okay to like violence. Damon, Dana White's been wrong about a lot of things in life. And a lot of things he said publicly, I completely disagree with. But the one thing he's been always right on, and I give him so much credit for saying out loud, is that human beings like violence. We always have. Going back to the, the beginning of the Olympics, the way back, way back. Now, how do you conduct the violence? Well, the well you, I mean, not everybody does, but it's okay to say you do. If you like football, you like violence. Like, <laughs> why do people well, if you stand like football? Up? If you're our age, you like football, you like violence. I mean, that was part of watching the hit tapes was... <laughs> was part of yeah. growing up. It was part of the it was, it like was what the VHS guys tapes. The VHS tapes that they used to put out were 45 minutes of the great NFL's greatest hits. And it was guys dislodging guys from the ball or from each other or big collisions. I mean, that was that was the game. Now the headshots gotta go, but sometimes the headshots are unavoidable because a guy is at risk from whatever being defenseless, you this can't make that decision in two seconds. Right. To me, this has to go using the crown of your helmet yes. as a weapon. Yeah. That has to go. Okay. I, hard hitting. I, I say it all the time. Like I watch the games. I've been watching the games in books for 20 years going. I don't know how to play defense. I don't know how to, I wouldn't even know how to coach it. I, you, you know, grew up in Pittsburgh, the steel curtain defense. I watched them, you know, Battle teams like Oakland. Now, Oakland, I felt like there were a lot of dirty players, but 
The Steelers had times, hard hits too, that were they would be ejected from the game if they were now. They wouldn't even be allowed on a field. It's a different game. It's just amazing that we blame the defensive player for the offense's mistake. This yeah, is not on Casey. Oh, good. Yeah. This is on the this is on Garner Minshew. You want to blame somebody for why that hit happened? That hit happened because the quarterback hung his wide out to dry. And as a quarterback, read the defense, see the guy, and go, if I throw that ball to Pittman over there and I overthrow him, I might get my dude hurt. I'm not throwing that pass. And be smart enough as a quarterback to not make that throw because you know what might happen. Instead, we say to the defender, nope, that's on you. Sorry, that ball was everything we say, right? Was the ball there? Yes. Did he lead with the shoulder? Yes. Is it his fault that he hit the head and neck area? Not really, because Pittman dove into him. This wasn't like he launched himself. He wasn't. It was two guys coming at full speed. That's going to cause a massive collision. (laughs) That's just going to cause two very strong Fast human beings running at each other. It's a car crash, literally. The first guy for me growing up that used to do that was Donnie Shell. He was the safety number 31 for the Steelers. And the safeties have, this is what they do. This is what makes them great. <laughs> they arrive just in time, most of the time, and dislodge receivers from the ball in a way that the receiver may not have seen them coming, and it usually results in a big collision. Put it in the chat right now because I know there's a lot of guys that are watching. I see someone named Steve Atwater. Rest in peace, Pat Tillman. Right. Um, who was your favorite guy that delivered hits like that? Um, Chef Benny said, here comes the boom video was on repeat in his house. Like, nope, can't do that anymore. No, we, we, we don't want that anymore. Like we, we, we can't allow that anymore. The, the NFL is so conscientious of lawsuits and what might happen that they have to act like they really care because there's no way they really care. All right. The, 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 this is a sport that's made billions of dollars based upon athletes giving up their bodies for the enjoyment of others. And if this is the case, why can't we just have guys sign waivers? Like, I'm not going to tell anybody what to do, but I don't get why the NFL doesn't have people just sign waivers and say, here is what you're signing up for. You understand that football is dangerous. Yeah, they don't want to do that. Well, the answer I've gotten back when I've said that is because if you do that, then you're basically liable for all the guys that came before. Right. So you're admitting that violence, that football can cause brain damage, which we all know it can. That football can be dangerous. Football is dangerous. Boxing is dangerous. MMA is dangerous. It's why we watch it. It's what we like. There was a knockout in the UFC card over the weekend where Bryce Mitchell was having a convulsion on the ground. He got hit so hard. Josh Emmett hit him so hard and over the hand, right square in the face as he was coming forward that he knocked out Bryce Mitchell and knocked him into a seizure. Oh God. Okay. It's nobody wants that. Nobody likes that, But it's a performance that you're like, oh, my God, I've never seen something like that get hit that hard. Everybody, I mean, all the broadcasters, Joe Rogan, all of them were like, I haven't seen a guy get hit that hard ever in a UFC fight. Like, that's as hard as I've ever seen anybody get hit. And they'll be talking about it. And people will mention it and be like, did you see that? Oh, my gosh. 
People were watching. They're not going, Josh Emmett should be suspended. Get Josh Emmett out of there. Oh, it's too violent of a hit. Get, you know, ban the sport. It, it, it's, it's, it's just, we watch football and we expect football players on defense to not play defense. And again, I'm Changes not saying- the game. I'm not Changes saying everything. Yeah, leaning with the crown of the helmet, making that into a weapon. I'm not saying a late hit. I'm not saying doing something dirty. Okay. This is a player who is diving with the football on his hands and the level change from the athlete who's diving to the DB is why he had to dip down. He leads with the shoulder. The ball is there. Collision happens. You're trying right. to dislodge the football. That's just a football play. It's violent. It's awful that Pittman got hurt. That's when you go back to the, the quarterback and you're a wideout and go, dude, never throw that again like that. Right. You're supposed to I've, throw the ball to protect me, not hurt me. I've had to actually had that, like had a guy come back to the huddle to me and say that I'm if you throw that to me like that again, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back here and kick your ass. <laughs> like I, I'm like, you know, I'm sorry. I won't do that again. You know, when it's conscious to always kind of kind of think that way. Some of the names people drop, Jack Tatum. Uh, was the first wow, for Jack for, Tatum? Yeah, Jack Tatum. Yeah, um, Brian Dawkins. Yes, would have been exactly. suspended for yeah. what he did to Algie Crumpler. They could call Stevie Mac, Benny Blades, um, Rodney Harrison, Ty Law, Ronnie Lott, yeah. you know, Flying Hawaiian, Sean Taylor. Yeah, I mean, I mean, John Lynch, right? Um, Darren Woodson. Ooh. Oh yeah, Darren Woodson, sure. Benny Blades, Seahawks. There's, there's, I mean, there's some names coming out, and everybody remembers them. So, like, who's um, the hardest hitting? Like, just top of your head right now, who's the hardest hitting safety in football right now? No idea. There isn't one. I have no idea. These guys were Hall of Famers. These guys were household names on defense. Even, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm like, I just went through a couple of teams. I'm like, we know pass rushers. On Baltimore? No, no, we, we do. We know, we I was know gonna, pass rushers. Right. We know now because they're allowed to tackle the quarterback because he has the football, but you have to do it in the right way. You have to go ahead and, you know, put your arms around the quarterback and then tuck him in and you know, lay him down and make sure he's nice and comfortable. And then right. it's a sack. Cause, cause God forbid you hit him high flag and God forbid you hit him low. That's a sack. So you have a, you know, a tiny little window, right? You must hit him perfectly. And that like mm. that I'm all for, cause a quarterback getting injured destroys your whole season. So I get the NFL, but then you have to have a give and take. You have to let the defense have guys who can play the sport, who can play the position. Cause it's now you're not allowed to do it. And, you know, I, I, I love Donnie right side and, and he was him and I were going back and forth on Twitter on this, but he was like the referees. He said, I've never seen a referee flag a clean hit. And I was like, wow, we're going to trust the referees. This is amazing. Now after, after the year, the refs have had, we're bringing up the refs and their ability to flag and whether they are the right on the right side of anything. I mean, there was a fumble in the, in the, in the Broncos game where the guy literally speared the quarterback, a fumble happened. It changed the whole game it was like three weeks ago. It changed the whole game. It wasn't flagged. He got suspended afterwards for it. The league suspended, but the referees missed it. And it changed the whole game. And right. so we're saying, because if it's not flagged, that means it's legal. Whoa. That's a, well, that's a big jump in my world. If we're talking about giving the referees that much control and power because they're wrong all the time. Yeah. I'm not, a, I don't, I don't want to really do that. I don't think put in the chat. If you guys think of someone who's the, who's the big, thumper today 
in, in the game that you think of? I'm, I'd be curious to know. They're I don't all know. Pass rushers. It's Micah Parsons. It's JJ Watt. I'm sorry. It's, 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 um, his brother was TJ. Same thing. TJ Watt. It's all pass rushers. I mean, they, these are defensive players who are known for their ability to sack the quarterback. We don't have big linebackers. You got to worry about, we don't have safeties that are going to crush you coming over the middle. There's no more intimidation. It's all about offense, 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 offense in the NFL. And I, and I get the whole reason why it was all the DFS stuff that came in and the, the season long fantasy. And, you know, but at some point, we got to let these, let these guys play defense. You want to throw a flag on that play. If Casey got a 15 yard penalty, I, I wouldn't have liked it, but I would have gone ah, fine. That's the league. That's what we're doing now. Okay. You know, move on 15 yards ejected suspended for the rest of the season. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> three things happened to him off of that one, that one hit, which again, I don't care about his previous record. I don't care about what he has done. The one person that should be blamed, Garner Minshew gets to blame for that throw, not the defensive player. That's on the quarterback. Don't throw that pass. You got your guy nearly. Well, he, I mean, Pittman has a concussion, so he may be out for this year, for, for this week, for the Colts. And that's why Colt fans are all mad. They knocked out our guy. We're trying to make the playoffs. Blah, blah. It's got nothing to do with you. I don't care about the Colts. I don't care about the players involved here. I'm talking about the play itself not the individuals. What type of play are we going to allow the NFL to have? And wasn't launched. The ball was there. He used his shoulder. These are all the things defenseless player. He's defenseless because of the quarterback. He made him defenseless. Mm. That's why he's defenseless. And again, if you dive, do I have, if, I, if I'm a whiteout, I would dive everywhere I go now. Cause I can't be touched. Then if I'm diving, you can't touch me. Well, I mean, you you can be a six foot seven tight end and just be reaching for a ball in the middle of the field and be defenseless. You're in a right. defenseless position. You so can what be are we doing. You can be That's six foot seven, two eighty, be a monster. You're bigger than everybody. You can be the only way to maybe make the pass incomplete is to hit you at the right time. No, that's and, what for well, it was Gronk and what they did, they took his knees out. So the guy's not gonna be able to walk when he's 60. Right. Because everything they did was they went low on him every right. time. Yeah. Because he was up high and it was hard to get him up high. So they right. just undercut his knees. Right. Every time. That wow. takes a toll. Maybe not right away, but in 30 years, it may be a real big problem for Gronk. Kelsey's yeah. talking about it now. Travis Kelsey looks like he wants to be anywhere else but a football field right now. He wants to be somewhere else. He wants to be up in the suite with Taylor. He doesn't want to be on right. the field anymore because he right. gets hit hard and gets drilled. And it's not a fun sport to play for that reason. That's why it's a long, it's a short career for a lot of these guys. They don't play for a really long time. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't make it a, a, a nasty practice. Look how long an MMA fighter's career is or a boxer's fighting. I mean, most guys do not stay in the sport for a long period of time. Right. They have issues injuries, whatever it might be. So I just wanted to address that because I, I just, it's amazing to me, the level of fired up. Gonna, it's just, I can't stand how soft we're getting. I, I, I mean, I'm a 46 year old liberal from Boston. Like I, I, I am not somebody who's used to siding on the side of certain people that I, I hear. And I go, yeah, you're absolutely right on this. Like this, this level of like, I want to like it and I do like it, but don't tell anybody that I like it because publicly I'm going to say it's really nasty, but I watch it every single weekend and I really do actually like it. it, it it's like, I don't watch football for the violence. 
you're lying or you don't like football. One or the other, like it's, it's either one because violence is part of it. It's a secret in your own little mind, maybe. But if you tell me you watch football and you like football and you're standing up going, Oh, Oh, what a hit. You like violence. It's just, it's, it's okay to say that, that I like violence. It's controlled violence. It's not uncontrolled violence. That's illegal. That's dangerous. That's breaking the law of society. But we all agreed that I can go into a ring and put on gloves and punch a guy and not get arrested. And we've agreed and you put on helmets, you can run into somebody at full speed and it's not illegal. Law-wise, we like it. Right. That's controlled chaos. As long as it's in a little box, we're okay with it. But now we're trying to say what you can and cannot do so much Sports changing fast. It's let's just go to flag flag. Hey, flag football is going to be in the Olympics, right? Let's just <laughs> let's play flag football. Let's hey, just go ahead and what, do it. What, I, I I have a special guest calling in right now. Hello. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey. You know, we're doing the show, right? Oh, no. I <laughs> oh. oh, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Um, I just had a quick question. What's the question? Uh-oh. I was just wondering about the Chiefs game since I was out shopping and I didn't get to see it. Uh, the Chiefs played the Patriots. Yeah, the Chiefs won. Um, yes. The Chiefs cover. won by 10. Didn't cover. They did win by 10. They what won by 10, again? yeah. Didn't cover. They covered most of the numbers. Not the yeah. closing number. Most. Most of the numbers. So, like, yeah, everyone that had, like, Eight, eight and a half, nine, nine and a half. They didn't win. The Patriots did not cover the spread, but they covered the closing number. Okay, yeah. they covered the closing number. Make sure you say this. Sure. They covered the closing number. Okay, and and Kelsey did not catch a touchdown. No, because he wants to quit. I know there was some penalty though on the, <laughs> in the end zone on him that they didn't call. Is that I'm true? Not real happy about that. No. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. So, are you gonna tell her to say what Taylor said on TV? Do you know what Taylor said on TV? I do not know what Taylor said on TV. <laughs> what, what did she say, p -Roll? She yelled fuck on TV. She yelled fuck on TV? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I did not know this, Jess. I didn't know this either. Unbelievable. All right. Get back to saving lives. Thanks for calling yeah, in. I got to go back to work. All right. Thanks. Sorry, yeah. Thanks. You, the Patriots lost. Chiefs won. Congratulations. Thanks. Doesn't doesn't, just, doesn't disturb you at all that that your that your wife is a chief fan at the moment? Like it doesn't bother you. It's annoying as hell. Okay. What the hell are you talking about? As long as as long as we're on the same same page here, that this is only because if Kelsey were on the Vikings, she'd be a Viking fan, right? So it's not really she's not really a fan of the Chiefs. She's a fan of Kelsey of Travis. So it's dependent upon one player being yes. on that, that I don't know team. What, I don't know what she's a fan of. I don't know. She's not even a fan of me. <laughs> she's definitely not a fan of our show. No, I don't know. That's true. It's tough. All right. Let's, let's get in what happened this weekend. Uh, the Jags were a mess last night. They lost 23-7 to to Baltimore. Ravens clinched a playoff spot last night. But I I mean, what? what uh, do you watch any of it? Do you see it? I did. Okay, the first half. How do you have four trips in the scoring area and come away with no points? How is that even possible? Some teams are good at the red zone and some aren't. Jacksonville is not. Missed field goal, doink field goal, a inexplicably fourth down that didn't get any points out of it. And then at the end of the half, I have no idea how in the world you don't clock that. 
just kick a field goal. Like just, I, I, I don't know what that just was. go down 10, three, you're, you're down 10, nothing, kick a field goal, go down 10, three to one score game. Like what I look, people who are Eagle fans have told me for a long time that Doug Peterson is a mirage, that it's, it's an absolute mirage that like this idea, this guy can coach is just, Whoa. it's not there. Whoa. And I, the more I watch yeah. it, the more that I'm like, they might be right. Like th- there are fundamental problems, like execution type problems that either are Trevor Lawrence or coaching, but one of the two <clears throat> big problem. Cause the talent's there. Now I get it. You know, Christian Kirk getting hurt is a really big blow to that offense, but the Ravens were dropping like flies last night and they still couldn't score on them. Yeah. Speaking of the referees, that that was a touchdown in, in the end zone at the end of the game. Like, what I, are we doing? I don't, know what it, I don't know anymore. I, I, I don't the, know anymore. What the rules experts, the rules experts on NBC going, that's a touchdown. Yep, that's a touchdown. That was, yeah. No touchdown. He's like, wait, what? John Perry's like, what? what? Wait, no, no. I, I completely disagree with that call. That's a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, incomplete. It's that, that none of it makes any sense. I thought I knew what a catch was anymore. I don't. I thought I knew yeah. what a. A clean hit was anymore. I don't. I I thought I knew what interference was. I definitely don't. Um, I don't know. Baltimore. This may be the year. This just eleven to one ticket. I got an eleven to one ticket on it. Let's go. The year. Every team in the damn AFC North won except the Steelers. And I'm like, I don't know. The Ravens just look different. Jacksonville's not beating them. Not at home, not on the road, not on. They're, they're not. You start to look at the games pretty simple when you watch them now. Who's going to beat a game? Who's going to win a game in January at their place? That's all I'm looking for. I need somebody to go to Baltimore and win. I don't know who it's going to be. I need somebody to go to San Francisco and win. That's the only thing I'm looking for. I don't for. think anyone's doing that. But I think there are there are three teams that I think that could go to Baltimore and win. Baltimore can beat themselves. Jacksonville's not one of them. No, they're not. No, they're not one of them. No, but I, I think Buffalo is Jacksonville going to win a division. Well, that's a great question, right? Because so here we are with three teams that are eight and six. Who wins the division? They are currently in the spot due to tiebreakers, but but <laughs> with the way they're running, yeah. Uh oh, they might win. First bowl of the day. It's our first bowl of the day. Who wins the AFC South? Put all three up. Because I don't know. They are leaking bad. <laughs> okay. So bad, I don't bad, know bad. if it's them. I still do not know who Indianapolis is. I really don't. And I watched the whole game on Saturday. Did you see Gumpy dancing? It's awesome. And saying horsepower. Well, that's, I guess that's Pat's, Pat's part of this yeah. new pump up video there yeah. that it's, I, it's I, this new horsepower, yeah. like, uh, loud house is what they're calling it. Right. The loud house. Yeah. He, the loud he house. says it with the, with the Pittsburgh yeah. accent, loud house yeah. and then horsepower and all this other <laughs> stuff. He's using all the Pittsburghese accent. And I, I said, I almost called Gump Saturday. I couldn't really talk, but I was like, are you really dancing right now on the Steelers grave? Like, what are you doing right now? You know, and he, I ended up talking to him yesterday. He's not a Steeler fan though. He can dance on the grave. Oh, the I know, but That's it was, fine. it was at Let the Steelers expense. I was, I was giving wow. him crap, but um, don't start. Mitch I don't Kavitsky. know if 
if they're going to win it. And Houston, how how did Houston win that game yesterday? I, I'm wearing this shirt. Oh, I'm wearing this shirt I, in I solidarity. Wore, I wore all the the, the Titan stuff because I mean, I, this is spooky, I man. Would, I was I had no idea that Spooky was picking. The, the Titans, he, and I saw that he did, and I was like... I was like, he picked okay. a divisional game. I was like, oh, no, he picked a divisional game. Oh, this is just... no. Rule number one in my Survivor rule book is do not pick a divisional game. I don't know who he had left, but man alive. It's like, have you been following the controversy over this whole, like, who who was going to chop and yeah. who didn't chop? And, like, yeah. Kanish takes a run at Spooky and, like... You know, like, what's the point of that? Like, what are we doing? We're fighting, gambling, Twitter, fighting with each other. It's like, guy just lost, man. How salty. He's not exactly in a good frame of mind. Leave him alone. I'd be furious. There's no sympathy at all. There's no. 10, 10. There's 10 people left for 9.2 million. 9.2 million dollars. 10 people left. Probably six of them are like together or something. Who knows? But. I don't know. That was a bummer. I was sick because I was like, all right, just get by 13, nothing. All right. Cruise. No. Oh, oh, it's died. It's died. Um, it's died. I, I have to address something really, really fast. This is really fun to me um, for you guys who are watching on Instagram. Just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> this is the second day the show has ever been on Instagram. And so oh. if you want to see how many people are watching the show, go to our YouTube channel, please. And stop being a prick and stop writing things about how many people are watching this. Jared Schneider, who the hell you are. Okay. Oh, he's like, he's like, well, whopping six people are watching this show. Um, do me a favor. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram and we're on YouTube. So do me a favor, get out of here because I I'm not in the mood at all for cult fans. Okay. You guys are a bunch of babies and I might, I don't even care about you. Okay. I, I don't like you as Gronkowski said, okay. We beat the fuck out of you guys for 20 years and we're oh, good with it. God. Like, Here so go. I, I get the idea that you can't handle yourselves. You couldn't handle the Patriots. You can't handle yourself now. Okay. I understand that. And you can't handle the fact that I'm not even talking about you. I don't care about Minshew. I don't care about anything that happened team wise bet wise. It's got nothing to do with the take as to why the play is a problem for the future of football. Not talking about it from your perspective. I don't care about the Colts. You are an eight and six irrelevant football team. You're not doing anything this year. You'll be lucky to make the playoffs and you'll be bounced in the first round. Wait, Sorry. that play is the problem for the future of football? Yeah. That's really that's problematic to me. That's that's got real big. If you can't play if defense. He got up and he didn't have a concussion, was this was it a problem? Yes. They flagged it immediately. Well, I know, but if he didn't have a concussion, would people be having this outrage? Like if he got up. I don't know. He went to the I mean, sideline, shook it off, and he didn't. Have it would depend guys. upon the re. I think the, pe- the reason why it's a story this morning is because he's gone for the season. They suspended him for the rest of the year. Like if it was just a flag and a fine, we move on. It's like whatever. But he's out for three more games. <laughs> like he's out for a significant amount of time. Like he's gone for the rest of the season. Is that based on track record, though, he didn't have a great track record. He had. He was fined five times for these type of situations. He right. was fined before, but okay. So if you're so like, let me correct, but let's play it out. Okay. So he's fought. He's flagged first penalty. He's ejected second penalty. And now he's suspended for three more games. That's four games. He got for one hit. Right. And why wasn't he, if he's such a bad player, why are you just finding him suspend him? It's in the rules. 
suspend him for a game. Like suspend him for his repeated occurrences, but you let him go five times with fines and now you give him a four game suspension. It's zero to a hundred. That's why it's a story. Okay. And yes, I do think it has a lot to do with the future of football. Cause again, flag football is going to be a big thing in 2028. <laughs> Just saying. It's going to be in the here. Olympics. Yep. It's going to be a big thing in 2028. So, uh, Cowboys got their doors blown off by the Buffalo Bills yesterday Destroyed. in Buffalo. That was the easier, one of my easier bets in quite a ever. long time. Taking one and a half. It's one of the easier bets ever. Yeah, you just pick, pick, kick your heels up and go, okay, because the Bills ran the ball for 266 yards. They threw for 85. Do you think this is how Buffalo can, if Buffalo runs the ball like this, it's a big problem, is it not, for everybody if else? Buffalo runs a ball like this and gets in the playoffs, they are going to be a major problem for whomever they play because that is the offense in the way they're supposed to win last year the mm. year before when they were, had home field advantage and couldn't run the ball they had a, an offense built for a dome yeah that offense travels we can go south we can go west we can go north it don't matter we could go play in a dome if you can't stop us running the ball, we're dangerous. And then the defense gets momentum. Is Buffalo, uh, I don't want to say it's vital, but like Buffalo playing with a lead, way better than Buffalo playing from behind. I know, but that's most teams though. No, but they that is huge. I, I was impressed. I, I was I, impressed. I, Hell yeah. I mean, that was oh. defensively. That was a bad, I mean, so the the next question is, what do you do about Dallas? Because they're playing on the road against Miami next week. The Dolphins blast the Jets 30 to nothing. I mean, this could go bad for the Cowboys quick. Could it not? I mean, I feel like Dallas and Philly are falling off the table. And the Niners are becoming just the absolute guaranteed team to be here. And that's why they won't be here. <laughs> because that's how sports goes, but it just feels like there's nobody even in the same conversation in the NFC as San Francisco. Quick update. Old Dominion is leading 21 to nothing. In the Mikey's there. Quarter. Mikey awesome's there. I think, right? Uh, he's at an ODU watch party. Uh, watch party. Okay. I knew he was yeah. doing something. Yeah. So just want to update you on that's the bowl game. Old Dominion, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Um, it's a one-point spread, Dallas at Miami. Right. It's one, one and a half. Tyreek's going to play, and it's going to spike. Dallas on the road. Who wants that? Not me. This is less than it was at Miami? After that, you want to know why lines don't make any sense or lines are, you know, store, right. What? I don't know. You tell me. Why this line's less than it is? It, because they have awful. to win it. It's it's backed against the wall, bounce back. But it's, it's the second game of a back to back for roadies, and it's two very difficult trips against two very good football teams. And Dallas looked lost. They've looked lost against the Niners on the road, and now the Bills on the road. Here comes Miami. They would look lost against the Eagles for most of that game. I mean, the three biggest games they've had this year on the road, they've been torched. They lost to Arizona. Lost to Arizona on the road, right? Yeah. I mean, 
no way am I betting on the Cowboys this week at all. And that's the case. Isn't Brock Purdy the MVP? Forty-five twenty-nine. Did you hear him after the game yesterday? Say yeah, CMC is the MVP. Yeah, but I get it. I mean, I, 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 no, I mean, it's a good thing I've to always, say. But like, Brock Purdy is a awesome kid. He's a really good kid. He's a good leader. Good player. Look, I don't think he's the best player in the NFL. Okay, but I think if we're talking about the word value, most valuable player, not most outstanding. But I do use the word value because you guys decided it was the most valuable player. He's really important to that offense. Like he is the guy that directs the traffic. He is the point guard that gets the ball to the right person at the right time. And he is not replaceable. Like you can't just find the Brock Purdy, you know, on the street to go bring him in and have him run the offense. It would not run the same way. We saw it last year. Jimmy Garoppolo could not do what Brock Purdy is doing right now. Two to one favorite. Purdy is two to one favorite. Next yeah, is Lamar be. plus 450. Then Dak seven. Josh Allen 10. Jalen 12. And McCaffrey and Mahomes 20. Wow. So Josh Allen back in the mix. He would be, and people say like, he wins the AFC East, he should be back in the mix because this is where it's wild. The Cowboys beat the Dolphins. The Bills are right there. The If the Bills lose one game between now and, the, and week 17, week yeah. 17, if the Bills went out, week 17 will be for the division. But the Dolphins need to lose to somebody. Right. So Dak's got to win on the road. So if Dak wins on the road, there's that Tyreek Hill got hurt. So that ends that conversation. So he's not going to be part of it. So that's the, if, if, if he, if he gets the bills into the playoffs as winning the AFC East, I think there's going to be some people that will say that, yes, it should be Josh Allen. But the whole year, I think the problem was going to be the entire season. Is Dak done as a what? The MVP out a hundred percent. 100% he's done for the MVP. He's lost every big game on the road he's played. Right. So, yeah, no, he's out. To me, he's out. Like, that's – he wasn't really there to begin with for me, but I'm not a, I'm not a Dak – I'm just not – I'm not a Dak supporter. I'm just – I haven't been a fan of Dak Prescott I mean, for a long time. He's the third time. choice. It's 7-1 yeah. right I, now. I, just, I don't know if you could say he's out. I don't think – he has to win at Miami, and I don't think they're winning at Miami. It's a good player. He's, he's, you know, top 10, top 15 quarterback in the NFL. I just, I, I don't put him into the category of like nobody else. If you put somebody else on the Dallas Cowboys, nobody else could lead that offense the way Dak does. Right. Just, just, I just disagree with that. I think there are other quarterbacks that could step in and maybe do more with that offense, offensive line with Pollard, with CD than what Dak does. Oh, I mean, I think I agree with you. I, I think he's, he's out, out. I was surprised he's the third choice. They, right. I would have him 15 to one, go get more money on him. Right. Who's betting him now? <laughs> Good luck. Who's? I mean, seriously, nobody. Yeah. Right. How did Cleveland do this again? How did? Joe how did? Flacco. This game was dead. This game was over. This was done. This was see you later. Yeah. Cleveland's had two wins this year 
that you've gone, yep, that game's over. And then you go, wait, how in the hell did you come back? Cleveland head over. Here. They're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Yeah. And they're going to be a tough out. If you got to go to their place, it's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough game. I was excited for the Cleveland Browns fans. They were very excited uh, at the, when they took the lead, tied it when they took the lead and everything. And I saw the elf pointing. <laughs> I, I I actually took a picture of the elf pointing like I do a lot of times on the pictures that I take on Twitter. And I was laughing. I'm like, this is going to be phenomenal. Who in the hell is going to want to play this team? Super Bowl winning quarterback playing with nothing to lose. He's playing. Like he don't care about nothing. He made the throw to Cooper. That, that was, was nice. That was in. I mean, that, that was, was nice. It's a crossing pattern over the over the cornerback in front of the yeah. safety, dropping it perfectly in a full steam, and he gets to the corner, runs for it, runs in for the game winning touchdown. I was, I was like, uh, um, I this guy's playing times. at a really like he the, the 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 I don't give a bleep is high. And when you connect on it, it's just like, nah, <laughs> let's go. It's fun to see. Yeah. It's also, in a way, I thought this guy was sitting on the couch. This guy was sitting on the couch and he can still come in and do it. Like, it's a movie. What are we doing with all this evaluation and all this other, like, they, they, they got young guys coming up and right. this guy's this, this guy's that. We got a guy who was told, we don't want you no more, just retire. Can come up off the Multiple couch. Teams. Multiple teams told him we don't want Right. To I know. <laughs> I know. And I thought, <laughs> move they're going to try to go get Roethlisberger. They're going to, are they going to, like, I what? immediately, so when I saw Flacco, I was like, well, what if they knocked on Big Ben's door and said, listen, the, the bag is yours. Whatever you want, just come back and get us to the playoffs. Three games. You already know the facility. What's his weight? What does Roethlisberger weigh? Who knows? I'm just saying. I thought it for a second. I had a lot of fever dreams. Already. Okay, I was gonna say that's a. Fever. I don't know. <laughs> that's a. Maybe Patriot. I was having a fever dream. That's a I Patriot. Fan. That's a Patriot fan type of but fever dream, like, like with Brady walking, why, in, walking I mean, in. We got no. There's no. The, 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 the hope is gone in Pittsburgh. So I, I, I drifted, but I thought might have to get some Cleveland. Exact is they're going to be in the AFC Championship. Their path. They could get there. You guys firing Tomlin? If he misses the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. You firing him? I don't know. We got a lot of people in the, in the chat from Pittsburgh. No Pittsburgh. No fans. They're there. Otto was so bummed out. He bummed me out Saturday night. My brother, Doug, called me. He's like, my whole day was planned. I was excited to watch a Steeler game. That turned into shit. <laughs> he said, so I, I went to watch the Penguin game. It was over wow. the first period. Like, I just said the hell with it. I went to bed. And I'm like, wow, that's a rough. That's I feel bad. Um, I don't know. It might be the end. It, it, this, this. It's going to have to make the playoffs. My, my guy, Sheppy. Is in Pittsburgh. He's and he he sent me a text over the weekend. He said this feels like the end of the Noel era, where nobody knows how to say goodbye. Right. He won't leave unless you tell him. Um. But we appreciate everything you did, but nobody's listening to you anymore. It's it's the message is gone, like nothing, and you're not. The results on the field are terrible. 
like it's it's the I, I it's time. There's Sweet Lou in 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 the chat saying it's to, time. Needs to win one more game so no, I can hedge. You're done. So I can that hedge. eight and a half kaput. I don't think so. St- oh please, I don't think so. You don't. I don't think you so. got you got false hope. You think seven and nine? They're gonna fall seven and nine. They're gonna lose no, out. No eight. They can't. They're not winning eight and a half. I mean, no, they win eight. eight that's fine. They win eight. I could hedge off of it. They got to win one more, and then they bet against it. I don't know if they're going to win. That the most they're going to win is one more by accident. <laughs> they're three point dogs in Cincinnati this week. Yeah, it's a game they win. They win. This is how they do it. Just Since he's just, still playing. Yeah, I know. That's how. It's how. That's how this sport goes. That there's no need. I mean, the Texans had no business winning that game yesterday against Titans. None. But they did. Divisional games are wonky and weird. And who knows? Maybe, maybe Mason Rudolph plays the game of his life. Well, now you sound like you're telling a Christmas story. <laughs> we got Rudolph finally in for the holidays, right? We got Rudolph playing quarterback. The, the chat's happy about this. <laughs> Rudolph maybe. going to play. Mason Rudolph, good luck. Make my Christmas dream come true. Let's go. Whether we get a W, uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Omaha Steak, Searing Hot Take of the Day. It, it is time right now, guys, if you've not done this, to go to omahasteaks.com and use the promo code BVB at checkout because to get it in time, you're going to have to do it like today, all right? So you're going to log on and it'll You've been probably waiting around going, I'm going to use it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy it. Stop procrastinating. You got to do it now. Can need enough time to get the thing delivered in time for the holiday weekend. Okay. It's a week right. from today, a week from today. Christmas is a week from today. You can do it right now. Go to omahsteaks.com. 50% off sale going on right now. That code BVB at checkout. You save $30 off. I had the steak burgers for dinner last night. They were tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. Go what kind of cheese was that everybody wants to know? American. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty basic with that stuff. Okay, right. but it's on our. You want a picture of it? You can go to our Twitter account at Boston versus the book. You can see the burgers I made last night. It was so it was 60 degrees at night last night. It was awesome. It was like perfect weather last night. That night. was great. I went for a walk, looked at the sky. I was happy to be outside. I was like, boy, it is really nice right now. It got cold in the middle of the night though. Yeah, it drops down. Yeah, I, I loved it. But you guys can, if you're in the West Coast, you can grill out for the holidays. Yeah. BVB at checkout. Minimum purchase may be required. $30 off at checkout. OmahaSteaks.com. Holiday sale going on right now. BVB at checkout. Go do it right now. So what is your coach's future? What is my coach's future? Because Belichick was asked this question today, and he basically said the line about, like, I'm on the – Cincinnati and said, I'm on for, for, for Denver asked him about his future. And he said, ask Robert Kraft. <laughs> if you want to know my future, ask the owner, ask which the owner. doesn't that kind of confirm this is over. Like, not like I, I want to be here or I hope to be here or like ask him. Don't ask me, ask him. He's the one making the change. Not me. What is he supposed to say? Belichick? I, I mean, yeah. Is he just supposed to come out and say, what, I'm gone? No, but it kind of confirms that he is. Right. I mean, that's what no. I mean. What is he supposed to say? No, he's confirming it. I mean, he could say, I'm back next year. I'm going to be here next year. You know, I, you know. You can't say that if you're going to be back. 
Right. Because he's not going to be back. So that's the point that it, it, it pretty much confirms that Bill Belichick will not be the coach of the Patriots next year. And I think everybody knows that. I, I don't really know what the point of it is. I mean, last week, y- I mean, yesterday went perfectly like, you know, play hard, put a fear into the chiefs, you know, some crazy things happened in that game. The Patriots, you know, <laughs> I was waiting for Mahomes to come into it, come to the press conference and be like, just want to say, we got all the calls today. So thank you to the referees because you know, I was harsh. I was harsh on you guys last week. And so like, you know, acknowledging the fact that you were complaining like a baby and crying about the call that was right. That should have been made. And then you got a bunch of ticket tack calls, one of which that led to a yeah, right on a turnover that could have changed the whole game. Guy fumbles, Patriot recovers, turns to the 40 yard line. That's, oh no, holding call. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Whatever. You get the calls. You're Patrick Mahomes. I get it. Okay. So like, you're not good. Chiefs are not good. I, I, yesterday just completely confirmed they are not oh, good. Yeah. Tony is not good. Like they are not. Oh, Buffalo. Boy. If Buffalo plays the Chiefs in the playoffs, yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo is going to curb stomp at the Chiefs. And I don't really? care where the I don't care where the game's played. I don't care where it's being played. Buffalo will cr- Miami if they're healthy. Miami will it'll be it'll be, it'll be a fun game. Chiefs can win that game, but. The Bills, you don't want to see the Buffalo Bills. Like, the Chiefs do not want to see the Buffalo Bills. And the Ravens, I mean, the Ravens are so banged up. Like, they got to get healthy. If they get healthy, and then they could get the bye, get time, get right, that they'll they'll be a problem. The Chiefs aren't winning a road game in the playoffs. Like, not at Buffalo and not at Baltimore. So, Not with Tony in the lineup. Who else you can put in the lineup? Get nobody else. All they got, they have Tony and that's it. And and Mahomes was still yelling at him yesterday (laughs) on the sidelines. Can't blame him. No, I mean, I, but again, he's yelling at Kadarius Tony, but like every giants fans, like we told you this ahead of time, like this should not be surprising to you. Like we told you what you were getting. We gave you a first round pick wide out. Yep. Because he's a nightmare and you can have him all you want. And look, there's no way Travis Kelsey is healthy and there is no way that Travis Kelsey wants to play football right now. Does not want to do it. And I get it. I, I understand the puppy dog infatuation phase. I, I get all of that. What? I get the fact that you're on a not so great team. Your body's failing. He hurt his elbow really bad in that game. And he's, he's defending have- Super Bowl champions. You know this, right? Yeah, he's accomplished everything. He's got two rings. What's left? He wants to be the rock. He wants to be a movie star. He wants to go to Taylor's concerts all next year. She's going to Europe for a year, a year. Uh, okay. Like this is not going to be their schedules are not conducive. Okay. Right. They're, in 2024. All distance relationships are very hard to maintain in your thirties. Yeah. Trust me. I've done it. Very nice. tough. And he wants, and he's going, yeah, you ask him right now, don't play football, go hang out with Taylor. Which one do you want to go ahead and do? He will choose Taylor. I give him truth serum. He would pick hanging out with her because it's more fun. She's the number one pop celebrity on the planet. And he's Travis Kelsey. (laughs) Like there's not even a question here. He's a very good football player. That's it. She's an icon that will be talked about for a hundred years from now. They will be talking about Taylor Swift. Mm. So like, I get the point. I get his desire. 
Now she might lose interest in him. I could see that happening for sure. But like next year, I if this like downward trend continues, Chief fans are going to have to ask themselves a tough question. Like this is where the team might give up on Travis Kelsey and be like, you know what, guy, like go do your thing. But like we got to move on without you. We got to get some weapons in here. We got to go young. You're in your mid thirties as a tight end. You're already talking about retirement, taking a lot of hits. This is what happened with Gronk. Gronk started to do other things. Started to think about other things. His life after football. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit biased because, you know, the wife is a big part of the 97 percenters and new heights <laughs> podcast and all this. Go to the podcast. Podcasts will keep going. Well, it still sounds are- like to me that he wants to play. I don't know if I'm ready to put them all out the pasture right now. They're frustrated. Their offenses, they need help. And, and it's not coming. They're not getting help. Pacheco, Pacheco had surgery. Back. He gets surgery on his shoulder to fix it, to hopefully keep it right. That's not good. Mid-season surgery, you're going to come back and be highly you know, effective? Maybe. But that's one guy. They need receivers, not running backs. <laughs> they don't have – I mean, Kelsey uh, made the biggest business decision in front of Taylor. She's right here up above behind him. She's looking down. He has a touchdown in his hands. He sees the safety and he goes like this, drops it. Oh, I didn't see that. Alligator armed it. No, he didn't. Made a business decision. Old school Travis Kelsey catches the ball, takes the hit. I'm good. Didn't want to get lit up. Didn't want to get lit up in front of his girlfriend. Did he hang him up? Did, did, was it a was it a hospital it had pass? To, no. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a pass that would have got him clipped by the safety. Yes. But so we blaming we blaming Mahomes for the pass. Sure. If, if you would flag the defensive player for, uh, of course. But the defensive player hit him square in the mouth. He dropped the ball. He went ahead. Alligator armed it. Ball clanked off his off his hands. He got cracked. Didn't his hard as he would have if he extended fully to catch the football. But he would have come down and bounced touchdown. Old Travis Kelsey makes that catch nine times out of 10 or 99 out of 100. Wow. And, and Chief fans were like, huh, that's not good. Because in the next play, everyone's whining like what Jess said. They're like, it was bad. It wasn't pass interference. Watch the play. It wasn't at all. Kelsey tried to make it out. He flopped in the back of the end zone. Make it out like pass interference. It wasn't pass interference. Oh. So that's what that's why Taylor rose up and screamed the, the expletive. They put her on CBS and she screamed the F word loud. Really? Yeah. Oh, she's awesome. She's awesome. I mean, this, I this to, she's phenomenal. To she is totally relatable. She is. I, I she's ride or die for her boyfriend, which I, I love. Okay. Oh. I, I, I if I didn't buy it, I still not positive it's real, but everything that's going on, she acts like it's real. And I don't think she's faking around. They put her on the gigantic big screen and her father started going chiefs like this, which is oh, really funny. Wow, really? Yeah, because dad's a huge Eagle fan. So just like the whole family was, the Swifts are Eagle fans. <laughs> like she should be all about Jason Kelsey, not Travis Kelsey. Wow. Whole family is Eagle fans. So uh one quick one. Um UFC 296 over the weekend. Thank goodness I didn't watch this fight. One of the worst title fights of the year easily in recent memory in a long time. I mean, Dana White normally doesn't make really big mistakes, but Colby Covington pissed off Dana White to the point where Dana blasted him in the post-fight press conference. Wow. And Dana does not do that. Right. Called him old and slow. 
which I mean, it's true. That's what he looked like. He looked scared. Leon Edwards was barely, was barely sweating in that fight. That was five rounds of, that was a sparring session. It wasn't even a fight. Leon Edwards out wrestled an all American wrestler. Just, and he could have, the thing that pissed people off about Leon, about the fight with Leon Edwards, which I agree with, is that Leon could have tuned up Colby if he wanted to. Like, there was a lot of bad blood going into that fight. Covington, yeah. Covington said some really nasty things about his father who was dead, yep. who was murdered, and like really, really going down, down into the, even for Colby Covington, going into the depths of nastiness. And, you know, Adam Hill said it from the the the, the RJ here on our show about how Covington, Covington created this persona because he was a boring fighter and he was going nowhere. But since he created this character that got him attention and it's so true because he spent the better part of his post fight press conference giving a political speech for Donald Trump. It was weird. I never heard any fighter, any sporting event. I never heard anybody do what Covington did in the post fight press conference basically like on the campaign trail, basically gave his whole entire wow. ran through, ran through every major talking point about inflation, unemployment, the Southern border, like all, he played all the hits. All really? the hits. That, yeah. And I was just like, what are we doing? Like, this is unbelievable. He, he wouldn't even talk about the fight. It was so embarrassing. So I, he's done. He will never fight for the title ever again. He never should have fought for this title at all. And you know, like guys like below Muhammad and other guys in the division were right to call out afterwards and say, that was the biggest waste of time ever. Why did we just do that? It didn't challenge Leon Edwards. It didn't help the division. It didn't move anything forward. And it made everybody mad. Everybody walked out of the arena going like, what the hell was that? Right. That fight was so dumb. Five rounds of boredom, no action, nothing. And right. if there was so much bad blood, like Leon had to like control himself but he wanted to prove a point by wrestling a wrestler, which is just do what you do, man. You're a striker. Just stand there and knock the, knock the snot out of him. Like knock him out, like end him. And it didn't happen. And like, that was, I think Joe Rogan's point was, was accurate on the broadcast saying like, this is weird. Like, why are you doing this? Like stand up and do what you do. You're a striker, knock this guy's block off and then walk out of the octagon triumphant. Instead, he ended the fifth round with Covington on his back because he was, he was wrestling. He was wanting to prove a point that I can out wrestle you. Like he wanted, he wanted a submission. I was like, what are you? It made no sense. That fight sucked on, on a capital S U C K sucked. And it was really, cause it was a good card. I mean, there was a lot of really good fights, but the main takeaway, that main event was just not, was just not good. The, the good news is that the Colvin Covington's career as a top level UFC fighter is over. So that clown show will now move on to something else. Uh, Clippers and the Pacers tonight. This is an under team with an over record pacing team, but the Clippers all of a sudden have gone to overs over the last couple of weeks. 246 and a half. Do we dare bet under during a Pacer game? I've done this recently over the weekend. In fact, I bet under the Pacer game and it hit. So that total last night was 240 and a half. Uh-huh. Zip. <laughs> what was that number? Too low. Too low, outright wrong. Yeah, but it's the Clippers though. This game can fall under. It can, this game can go under. I think this. I would have been under two forty six and a half. I think about it, but not. I don't. I don't know if it's enough. I, I two fifty is the number for me. I think two um, fifty. Yeah, this is going to be close. 
I don't know who wins a game. So the Clippers are 15, nine and one to the under this year. They're 13 and eight to the under against the Western conference. Not Is everybody East. playing. Uh, I don't, I mean, they're six and five to the under on the road. Indiana, Indiana is nine and three to the over at home, but the last two on the road at Minnesota, which I bet under went under by two points. And then Washington pushed at two sixty on the road, right? Right. Last two games, three game road trip going uh, No, sorry. This is the first game of a road trip. The last two of the homestand for the Clippers both went over Knicks and the Warriors. Sacramento went under Portland went over those three, the last four, but those home, the last road game was against Utah. It was two twenty-five. The game went under by five and a half points. Mm-hmm. I think this game goes under. I don't think the Clippers are going to run with the Pacers. Two forty-six and a half is so high. I saw it last night. I thought first thought it was over. It was over two forty. Okay, which but what it was. Four makes more sense sidewise than than it was last night. Two and a half, right? So I don't know. That's I'm leaning over. Okay, how about this? Two forty eight. Washington at Sacramento. Two forty eight. Yeah, it's already two fifty. Is it two fifty? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to under that game. No. Nah, Washington's so bad. Sacramento may put up 148 themselves. That's well, I was looking at that personally. The team total, team for the total Kings, over. Yeah. For the Kings, what is it? 120? I haven't looked at the number, but that's that's what I was gonna say because I don't last game against Utah went under 125-104 for Sacramento. Over against OKC. This is the third game of the road trip. This is the second game of the road trip for Washington. Their game against the Suns went under by 26 and a half points. I lean under in this game too. <laughs> I think 248 is too right. high. I just think these numbers are so that may high. Be, yeah, that may be um 250 is just like, wait a minute. Two, what's the team total? Let's see. For who? Sacramento? I'm gonna say yeah. it's 130. Uh 3110. Sacramento team total is um it's 250. Holy mother i think it's just too high team props uh 132 and a half that's super high (laughs) 132 wow so i lean under on both those games but i haven't bet them but i lean under atlanta against the pistons 22 consecutive losses for the pistons (laughs) <laughs> gonna be 23 they're not when winning do they this lose? when do they win I mean this is just they got a game coming up and it's next one of the next three after this I forget who it was I was looking at it over the weekend I look forward to Fox's tweet bet Fox every every day he says if you would have just bet $100 and rolled it over on the opponent You'd have $115,000 right now. (laughs) Can you imagine? I can't imagine being in the book and going, hey, how are you? Hey, I'm I'm like to bet on the money line uh, against the Pistons. Sure. How much? (laughs) $106,000? Really? 
Yeah, I'm to win over what now for yeah, I started with a hundred. <laughs> to win what is the question? Well, the, to, to win, win another eight grand. Or right. Like, you know, you, you, you got to keep putting up absurd amount of money to win very little. But I don't know when a losing streak ends. It's it's bad. The yeah. uh money line tonight to bet the to bet the the pistons is plus four seventy or minus six fifty. Right. Although the Raptors are bigger favorites than the the Hawks are. Raptors against the Hornets are minus six seventy five. Yeah. I mean, so you come up with no, Sackdown's ten to wow, minus a thousand. Wow. How about that? Sacramento's the biggest favorite on the board. Well, they're at home. Yep. So are the Hawks. Point favorites. So are the Hawks. It's 12 point favorites. That's weird, right? So the Pistons have lost 22 straight. Hawks are laying 12, and they're minus 650. Sacramento is at home against Washington. Washington stinks. They're 13 and a half point favorites, and they're minus 1,000. Nearly double. The number gets exponentially increased okay. with each point or two as you go higher. Can't give somebody just uh, like a an opportunity. Put those two together. What's okay. that money line parlay pay? <laughs> minus two hundred, right? Still laying uh, juice, but you have to be big juice. Uh, that pay, that is a minus three eighty five. Two game parlay. Two three game parlay minus three eighty five. <laughs> There'll be people that will do it. <laughs> oh yeah. If you two hour two and a half hour loan. <laughs> All right. The Nuggets. 33, 33% on your money. If you add the Nuggets, Hawks, Kings, Nuggets is minus 167. Those are three home teams, eight and a half, 12, and 11 and a half point favorites, or 13 and a half point favorites. If you want to. Why don't you add the Sixers instead? Well, that's my bet of the day. Uh, That's minus 500. That's minus 192. Hawks, Kings, Sixers. Yeah. Two dollars. They can't lose NBA parlay game. Parlay lay two, two dollars. Throw OKC in there too, because they ain't losing to Memphis. All right. So if you throw in OKC, four leg is minus one twenty three. You're still laying juice on a four leg money line parlay. <laughs> get some logic. That'll get that'll get the nerves going a little bit. Oh, you want to have some fun with that? There you go. Minus one twenty three. Hawks, Kings, Sixers, Thunder. The beautiful thing is that the first three legs cash, you could hedge off of it if you wanted to. Ooh. But, you're, but you're laying juice. It's not even really, really good, really good hedge opportunity when you're laying juice. Did I just see on the TV that Kyle McCord, quarterback, is transferring to Syracuse? Yes. Syracuse. Yep. Kyle McCord is not a good quarterback. He never was. I wow. Said I said that in August. Okay. That's why I faded Ohio State this year because Kyle McCord's not a good quarterback. And so he's going to Syracuse. <laughs> Syracuse. CBW. Syracuse got a quarterback. Oh, he's much, he's way better than anything they got. That's for sure. Of but course. he's just not a very, he's not a top level quarterback. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He got sort of um, tossed Man. in a way. Uh, Knicks are at the Lakers tonight. You want to lay four with the Lakers? No. <laughs> no. The. the um, the Knicks just beat the Suns, right? Friday. Beat them badly. Whipped them. They were four and a half to four point dogs there as well. Scored 134 points where it was. Took over 
uh, the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I said, I was watching a lot of it. And then the fourth quarter, they just pulled away. Brunson was unbelievable mm-hmm. how good he was that night. Um, it's game over. Do you see what Keegan, what Keegan Murray did last night? Uh-uh. 12 of 13 from three. Ooh. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. 12 of 13 from behind the Feeling it. Do you believe it? Do you, do you subscribe to the hot hand theory? What? That someone can have a hot hand. Oh, for sure. The yeah. whole book on it. The whole book on it that's not that, that debunks it. It's not real. It's a book that debunks everything. It's a great, it's, awesome, it's an awesome book, though. It's called The Hot Hand. It's worth, it's worth reading. It's really fascinating about that we it's all it's all a mental thing it's not actually real it's just a mentality really mm-hmm. it, 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 you're no more or less likely to hit mathematically equation to hit a shot or to hit something you've hit consistently it's more about it's more about the the way you're approaching it versus the actual odds of you doing it oh it's it's a fascinating book because it, it's a way of looking into. You ever play NBA Jam back in the course. day? Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, when he's on fire. Yeah, I mean, but there's people That's, who say, "I mean, you're on fire. You didn't have to. You just crossed the midcourt. Boom, hit the button. Yep. You're good." But it's just psychological. It's just when you're taking it, where you're taking it, how you're taking it. There's no just because you hit three in a row doesn't mean you're any more likely to hit the fourth in a row. Well, you just think you could. Yeah. It's, it's, sometimes it, it just literally goes in. You know, <laughs> well, that, nothing, there was there were days, I, you know, you play sports. There were days like I pitched, I just yeah. couldn't miss. Just, I'm just I, saying, it, it's called the Hot Hand: The Mystery and the Science of Streaks. It's a really good book. It's really interesting. Huh. For for gamblers, it's a really good book. So it, it's worth it's worth right. getting into it because it's, it's it's I read it the same. I read that book right after I read Thinking in Bets by Andy Duke, and Thinking in Bets is a lot on the same type of thought process of your method is way more important than the outcome. Did you get? No did you doubt. set yourself up right? So like your decision, we judge everything based upon the outcome versus versus being ready to go with the right decision making, and how do you plan that process out to make that decision. Same thing with a hot hand. Like, when do you take that shot? How did you take that shot? Where were you on the sh- on the court? Where were you on the shot clock? Where were the defenders? Those all things are more important than whether or not you hit the last two or not. Oh. So that's that's what it that's what it means by talking about thinking in bets, but then also about the hot hand theory not being real because it's, it's in your head versus where you were and how you took it and when you took it. As far as betting goes, it's just. That's what some people will get mad. Even they get mad at me when I say nobody knows shit. Yes, they Listen, do. Sometimes, sometimes you you're just you're you're hot. You, you know you're winning. Games mm-hmm. go your way when they don't. Other mm-hmm. times you're ice cold. If the process is right, you got to stick with what you're doing. But you can't win a bet to save your life. It me? Just, no, just period. Oh. Last week I was. Yeah. Not, yeah, I, I, exactly. You we, went through that streak last yesterday, week. Yesterday was six and three. So we, we were good yesterday. Right. So, but I mean, turn things around yesterday. But yes, I was there all last week. Yes, I couldn't. I went four and four. And then finally it flipped, but I went 0 oh and seven before I went four and four. And then I went six and three. Process, so. process, process. It's just life. Just try to keep doing the right thing. And then, you know, you get better results, but there's days. 
What did the one guy say to me? Oh, some days in the book, you're the windshield. And some days in the book, you're the bug. It's perfect. Right. It's just, bam, bam. For you guys who are live on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, do not move. You guys are getting bonus time. For you guys who are on SiriusXM or if you're with, with us on SportsGrid, thank you for watching. We're back tomorrow, same place, same time. For you guys live, you get bonus time. All right, to hockey. No flurry tonight Why? against the Penguins. This, this pisses me off. I saw it last night. I said, oh, Minnesota's at Pittsburgh tomorrow. This will be a great spot to play the wild. Right. Flurry's got to play goal. You know, uh, on the one side, I looked at it, said expected. And I was like, oh, good. And then I woke up this morning and saw he's not playing. Why is he not playing? Don't know. Team. It's, it's a team decision, I guess. Some bullshit. I don't know. God, this is this whole guys, this whole ladder challenge stuff that's running around. You just got a DM from somebody. This is this is not what are we doing? Gambling Twitter's going to real shit. This is not we're good. We're on guys. bonus time now. We can say yeah. whatever the This fuck is we not want good, now, guys. Right? Someone just someone just sent me this DM and said, This might be completely idiotic to you, but have you heard of the ladder challenge with betting? Grab a unit and keep betting your winnings. Could be fun to do on the daily juice. No. Yeah, I've heard no. about it. It's bullshit. No. It's complete bullshit. It's not. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm, I won't do that. That's irresponsible. Yeah. It's just no. Like it's just no. I I don't subscribe to it. I don't think it's fun. I don't think it's right for the amount of people who are pushing it out there. I'm going to make you seven thousand, ten thousand, whatever the number is. They keep on throwing around how to change ten dollars into ten thousand in a week. <sighs> okay. We're never sure. getting off late night. Because neither one, I mean, they would come to us with this and we'd say, all right, how much are you giving us to do to, to do this? Because it better be, it's our exit. Right. Our, yes. Like we're out. <laughs> That's it. That, we're done. If we're doing this, we're out. Any reputable reputation, any credibility, anything that we've ever done to build up is gone. Yeah. So, and, the honest, and, the honest, and we're lying because the honesty, because I was telling you, we're all going to always going to tell you the truth. Uh, except someone gave me $5 million. Now I'm going to tell the truth. <laughs> now, Is that the number? We'd have to get five to do the ladder know. challenge be, brought to you a, by the BVB? I don't know. I, 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 I don't understand this. So pass on the Penguins? No? Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I was looking to bet the, I was looking to bet uh, Minnesota. Yeah. No? I still would. I don't Probably. want the Penguins tonight. They're in a bad spot. But now, not with Flurry. Yeah, over? Is, yeah, I think over's over's a good play. So Jay Gotten just hurt for the stars. This is really interesting. So this is big business told me about this in the in and it was DMing me about this. Number was six and a half. It was bet down to six, and I bet it over. We'll get to better to book it here in a second. But the stars can't afford to sign another backup goaltender oh that's a weird time of year so they've brought up their triple a their ahl goalie okay. to be their emergency goaltender because you're allowed to have three but that guy gets paid like 50 bucks 
<laughs> so like they've named, boning driver guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they've named their emergency break glass goaltender a guy who can actually play, not some like beer guy. Right. A guy who actually play. Normally, it's just a dude in the stands that like has played a little hockey in his life who may need to come in and play. Only one goalie against Seattle tonight. Wedgwood can't get hurt <laughs> if he gets right. Hurt, that could be really bad for for Dallas tonight. Dallas is ten and four to the over 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 the last fourteen games. Over to yeah, six. It's we're going we're we're going over, and that is part of bet it or book. <laughs> All right. I, I took a flyer here on this. I'm not, I don't know if the number moved or not in case you're new to the program, but Dave likes it. He says, better. if he doesn't, he says, book it under 45 tonight with the Seahawks. I want to welcome Eagles. the six people that are watching us on Instagram. <laughs> if it's still going, thank it you is. for hanging with us on Instagram with the six of you or however many of it of you are there. Um, that's, that's really funny. Um, guy just said, well, hell the BBB chat just said how the letter challenges were stupid. Just ignore me. Well, thank you guys. <laughs> He's in our chat and DMing me. So there we go. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Well, chat. I mean, listen, let, everybody does their own thing. That's fine. We're not going to do the ladder challenge. I, I can just tell you that right now. Like people More are on doing the juice, it. I'm not doing it. No, you know, um, they're pushing it fucking hard too. They're 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 all, all over the place. Full content, fucking throat. It's unbelievable. The content people are really. There's a lot of people that are pushing it because they don't know. Like, what is? What do I have to do? I got to pick a winner, five, eight days in a row. Sure, I got to be what? Like you know, there's certain restrictions, or you know, you have to be a certain level on a money line or whatever. Good luck. It's hard to pick five winners five days in a row. Yes, it is. It's hard to do it over survivors. It's, it's, yeah, that's a survivor pool how hard it is. Not easy. I don't know. I've done it when, when the NBA gets to the silly season, which is yeah. after the All Star break. Right. You can do two and three game parlays, fading the teams that are tanking, you know. And I did it with a guy, the guy in a book said, stop talking about it and do it. We turned a hundred into four dimes in a week and a half. It was just, you know. Put two, these two t- like we just did. We just mm-hmm. did an NBA can't lose parlay today. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get in trouble, but we don't have no lawyers coming at us. But put those four money lines together and watch the game tonight. See how much fun it is. It can be fun. It can be aggravating too. You're still laying juice. Yeah, <laughs> four leg money line parlay. You know, I'm still laying juice. Anyways, tonight has this number moved at all, or is it still forty five? It's still 45. It's flat. Yeah. I, I'm going to take it. If, if it's Jalen hurts and he plays, they run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball and get the hell out of there. And they don't look to do very much besides run the ball. on there in a Seahawks game. Yes. Cause I think possessions and it's Drew luck. Yeah. Turnover. Well, yeah, that kills it obviously, but it hasn't I mean, moved. Thursday night game. Did it go over last week or this yes. past week? Yeah. Thursday went yeah, that, over. That was, that was Raider, that, Raider games. Sunday, yeah, Monday, Raider. Sunday, Monday is historically it's under, just under, 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 under. Even yesterday. Yeah. That game could have gone, oh. should have gone over, but no. How did that game not go over yesterday? Because yeah. of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, yeah. Um, bet it or book it under 45. 
I feel like a stooge. Say book it. Why? Betting over is not horrible. It's not bad. I, I don't, I'm taking a flyer. Monday on, on night ga- football? On game script, I'm taking an under play on it. But turnovers, absolutely. Two bad quarterbacks turn the football over 100%. That's what I'm thinking. If Hurts doesn't play, absolutely, you could be over. It's, it's, Who's playing quarterback if Hurts? That's why the number hasn't moved. Mariota? He would, yes. But the number hasn't moved because we don't know who's playing quarterback. The only thing that's come in is a little movement on the total. So on the side, rather, it's now three and a half. But the total hasn't moved. Wow. So I don't I don't blame you. Over six Kraken stars. Bet it. Okay. I even know then playing goal. Wedgwood. Okay. Wedgwood didn't it against okay. against Draco, the, the Joey uh okay. kid. All right, over. And then Philly minus 10 and a half against Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> They're beating up bad teams. They're they beating They're up bad and teams. And having fun doing on. it. Having fun doing it. Yeah, they're ruining bad teams, and I I hate laying ten and a half points, but I, I think it's it's safe to go. I like the game over as well. But <laughs> did um, I just see that the Senators fired their coach? Did they? That's the second coach that got to Vegas and played a game and got fired. Staley got fired in Vegas after Thursday night football, and then the the, the Knights smoked the Senators six, last six night. Two? Six two five two six three final I think six it was. three okay yeah and then he said stay in Vegas we don't have to you're fired wow <laughs> unbelievable yeah bet this okay we go with that uh, super chat questions we have we, oh, we got a couple today we got one uh, from RJ Montez Sweat leaves both Washington and Chicago in sacks eight games in six and a half sacks at Washington five games in six sacks with Chicago which D should be more embarrassed. <laughs> That's a good question. The same RJ that sent me that. In, in, I, it might be the same RJ who sent me the, the, the DM on Instagram about the ladder challenge. Oh, oh I, I would say that the team that he went to, the fact that he showed up to Chicago and in five games, he has six sacks and that leads the bears. But that's why they went and got him though. Right. Needed help with their pass rush. So they went and got him. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's good on him to go do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And he'll get a bag and get paid for by somebody soon. Is Yeah, I think is RJ the guy that was watching us on the, on the Instagram feed for the first time last week and came to the chat? Don't know. Okay. Well, well no, this, RJ, thank he, you for he, the question. He just, he wrote me, let's see, the last time he sent me a message back in the beginning of November. Um, and then he said, happy Thanksgiving. Grateful you and Dave and the brigade been listening for almost two years now. You keep everything oh, awesome. in perspective. Thank you. Uh, you have a great group of listeners. Thank you for everything you do. And then he just wrote, uh, he said, the first question was the latter child. The second one was, if you do the hard 75 again, I'd love to trail you on it. I wonder if the brigade would be up for it. Just tossing that out there. I bet you could influence a lot of people to do it. Yeah. I will be doing it again. I'll, I'm going to do it. In, I'm going to do it in um, probably. I'm going to do phase three in February, and I'll probably do the hard seventy-five again because phase three is only thirty days. I'll probably do it again. Uh, the full seventy-five. I'll probably do it in the spring, maybe the summer, somewhere in there, some of that range. I just did a two-day fast, so there you go. Now I can do it. Yeah, it can be done. I mean, hard 75 is not even, that's not even a fast. That, that 75, that 75, 72 hour fast is definitely something I want to figure out. But 
that's a mental challenge on a mental challenge. Like I got to figure out when, how I can't be working. It can't be football season. It's going to be like that. I need to be alone for that. That's hard. I snapped at Jessica on Saturday night or Sunday morning or something. And she's like, what's your problem? I said, I haven't eaten anything in two days. Yeah. I said, I don't mean it personal, <laughs> but I'm going to rip somebody's head off. Head off right. Like I did, the question wasn't even that bad of a question, but you get very short. hundred percent. Everything's like, I just, I just needed you to be laying down like, or like sleeping. Like there was not, I didn't need to be doing too much. And then when I finally got up and active and I went for a walk, I came back and I was like, I need something to eat right now. So maybe there will be some people, maybe the hard 75, a BVB hard 75 group challenge might be. I love it. I mean, might be kind of fun to do. See what track everybody's workouts and track. Everybody's keep everybody accountable to each other. Right. Like a team. Yeah. You know, interesting. Uh, Favorite thing about today is what? Um, Your health, your your backup. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, seriously. Like the the, the fact that uh, we're, we got to do, you know, do the show. I, I was last night, I was like, um, excited that I could think. And I was like, you know, I was making mental notes for the show and the games and, you know, the favorites won and, right. you know, Mark, Mark Goldberg's his name, spooky express lost. I was bummed out. We need Seattle tonight for our guy who's, you know, doing good in the contest. We need, he's got Seattle plus four. So hopefully Philly wins Seattle covers. That's fine with me. Who's that? Um, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. He's what is he? Do you know what his record is right now? He's got Seattle. Um, Is he two and one, three and one, two and two, two and two, two and two going into the week. Three and two will maintain. Yeah. We'll, we'll be good. Okay. Um, But yeah, all that's good. And then uh, my other favorite thing about today is that in the midst of hanging around and doing nothing, it hit me yesterday that the kids don't have school for two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. And last night, you know, Kendall goes, it's not time to go to bed. It was 1030 and I don't have to go to bed because I don't have school. And I'm like, oh, and Jessica and I were both like, all right, what are we going to do? What, what do you want to do? Well, you should read a book. I'm not reading a book tonight. No, I, you know, I'm off school for the next two weeks. So I said, all right, get the game on PlayStation. So she downloaded 2K. Basketball. basketball wow. And said, next. Let's go. Next. <laughs> so. I the favorite thing about today is that after the show, I'm hanging up. Um, she's waiting for me downstairs. It's nice. been loading all night, and she's she was practicing. I saw her doing the tutorials. It's it's it's. I'm oh, amazed at how advanced video games are. It's what, in the language. You got to really I learn. Am going to get smoked <laughs> by the nine year old, and she is going to talk shit. The whole time. Just like I would. And her <laughs> mother was encouraging her last night. She said, Kendall, 
When you do something good, you can get up and dance. Make sure you do it in front of daddy all the time. Because once he figures this out, it's not going to be fun for you. Once he, he's probably going to go upstairs and study the controller. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Secretly, I would have, but I was too tired. So I'm going to let her beat me up today, maybe tomorrow. But for the next two weeks, we're playing 2K. Look out. That's great. That's great. You know, that you, you got to have something to do though. Right. Cause it's a long, I mean, I leave on, I leave in a week and, and, and we go home for nine days. So, so this would be the f- longest trip we've made in, in quite a while. Um, but the next six days are going to be like, Oh, gotta get well, the I next. can't play that game that the kids were playing last week. Those two were playing. Oh, that's but, tough. Well, very I physical. Played, well, yeah. But I played that with Kendall and she kicked my ass like it was embarrassing. <laughs> and so I'm not going to get better at that. She just no. moves, moves small. Yeah. Like I, I, I got no chance. Right. So when she said, 2K, oh, I want to download yeah. 2K. Yeah, I'll figure that out. Yeah. Got a shot. Yeah, you play a while. I yeah. mean, it's I, I have I have an Xbox One that Madeline just now, she just is starting to do a lot of stuff on it. And like she's she hasn't shown any interest in it for like years. And now this past like two months, she's now getting more and more into games. And I'm like, okay, this is good. Like, let's go. Like, we, we can have some fun with this. And she's now doing Minecraft a lot. And, and, and there uh, are some, there's some pretty cool games yeah. that, that exist on that. Um, my favorite thing about today is sort of just basic, but I, I think there's just something really special with this time of the year. And I, I think f- to keep in mind for some people who really struggle, this time of the year. And if you, if you have somebody who, who might need a call, a text, a pick me up, like today would be the day to do it. Like it's not, it's not close to Christmas, but you're like in a week of for Christmas and you know, people, my, my mom's aunt just passed away this morning and um, I never, I, she, she, I knew the name auntie Jenny growing up, growing up, but I'd never, I don't believe I ever met her, but like my mom's family is hurting this morning. And um, I mean, she was old, she was in her nineties, but she had a good run of it, but it's for, I was just talking to my mom about people that like, are, who have a tough time. And there's people in our family who have a tough time at this time of the year. Cause they don't like it. Cause it just brings up bad memories or it brings up things that just cause them to, you know, drink, cause them to, to do drugs, cause them to just, you know, self, you know, hate in some ways. And so like, if you know somebody like that, like today would be a great day to just reach out and say, Hey, you know, how are you? You okay? Like what's going on thinking about you or whatever it might be. So, um, I'm, I, I, my favorite thing about today is that I don't, that I personally, I love this time of the year, but it reminds me that some people don't, and some people really don't like this time of the year. And, and so I, I wanted to talk about that and say, you know what, if there is somebody in your life or it's you for that matter, you know, just know that we we're here, the brigades here, yeah. we'll get you through it. It's a, it's a special time for a lot of people, but it's also a pissed off shitty time for a lot of people too. So it's, there's always that other side of the coin when it comes to the holidays. So uh back on tomorrow we have got a lot to get to we'll break down the monday night football game coming up tomorrow we'll look at picks and plays and bowl games and i can't believe it we're getting closer and closer to some big bowl games you guys have a new defensive coordinator we'll, we'll talk about tom allen being the new dc for penn state tomorrow a little bit as penn state heads heads to a bowl game who wins a game tonight eagles is hurts playing eagles or seahawks is hurts playing 
I don't. Hertz plays, Philly wins. Hertz doesn't, coin flip. Okay. So see what see what the game time see when the announcement is. It's we're we're, we're getting close to kickoff. How do we here. not know this? It's a great question. It's one thirty Pacific time, and we don't know. How do yet. we not There's, know this? It's probably going to be when he gets to the building. How he feels once he gets warmed up. Can he play or not? So we'll see. We'll recap it tomorrow. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We're back tomorrow, same place, same time for B B B.